Welcome to the Foy Jones Show. On this podcast, I'm going to be joined by some of the most inspirational and charismatic figures from the worlds of KBB and Builders Merchanting, alongside some very special guests. 2020 has not been the year anyone expected, but we're now entering our new normal, and whoever you are, whatever you're doing, it's going to be a new game. Here we go again. We are recording. It is so good to be back in the studio. Episode 8 is rocking and rolling. But I'm here today recording with David Walcott of Fisher Paykel. David, welcome to the Foyne Jones Show. Welcome to my podcast. I have a feeling today's episode is going to be really special for the listeners. Um, it's going to be a podcast of two halves to turn a football stage, to turn a football phrase. But let's cut, let's get back a few steps. How are you, my friend? Are you well? Yeah, I am good. Thank you. Really All good. All right. Okay. Um, you sure? Yeah, yeah. No, good. Yeah, All right. Because I, I know a little secret, which might mean you've got sleepless lights. It's not another, it's not another baby or, or human in the family. Not, not two legs, but you've got a, You've got a 16 or 15 week old puppy called Monty keeping you awake at night, haven't you? We do. Yeah, that was the, I think it's the best decision we've, we've made in a long time. Um, it started with, with uh, full of regret and he was chewing things and nibbling, <laughs> nibbling the kids. And, but talking to friends and um, who have had puppies, this is our first puppy. So um, talking to them about how it is a real challenge for the first three weeks, we've sailed through that. And um, now we wouldn't we wouldn't be without him. How's the toilet? How was the toilet training for you? Mixed. Yeah. So so, uh, so the listeners will know Snoop, my uh, my yeah. spaniel. Um, he's uh, he's nearly a year old. He, he'll be a year old yeah. uh, at the end of this month. And um, he arrived a couple of days before Christmas, about eleven weeks old. And uh, oh, that was a, that was like I mean, my children are growing up. So I've got a twenty-one year old son and an eighteen year old son, David. Right? I know I only look thirty. I don't know how yeah. I did it, but. How yeah. did that happen? Yeah, yeah I know, I'm actually nearly 46, so the maths do they do work, it's okay. <laughs> but um, but but Snoop, I remember early doors, and it was just absolute chaos. But I tell you something, um, without that little fella, I don't actually know how I personally and us as a family would have got through that those dark days of summer lockdown, yeah. I tell you. So uh Monty, is Monty around? Is he, is he going to join in the podcast? Is he sleeping? He, he could do. He's in his crate. We've got him crate trained, and that, that really good. helps with um, with dinner. It, uh, it helps immensely. Yeah, um, and he's quite. I ignored all the advice on crate training early, and then yeah. realised I need to bring this back into Snoop's world. So uh, it's I'm really him out. Cool. At the end, if you'd like me to bring him out for a, um, for a cameo, I could bring we're him out. We're getting him out for a photo towards the end of the yeah. podcast. But David, listen, we're going we're to do this podcast in a really unique way. We're going to talk about the last six months for you personally and as a family. And yeah. then we're going to talk about how that shaped up for the business. Leading, you know, because no matter how we look at it, like listeners, no matter how we think about it, we're only a few weeks away from the Christmas adverts, mate. So John Lewis, M&S, Waitrose, Tess, we go on and on. They are going to have to come up with something very special this year to lift the nation. Yeah. And I think that it's important to set the scene. So, David, if we take you back to – let's go back to the KBB show, right? Yeah. Let's go back to that surreal experience when – I spoke about this in the Survival Series, Series 3 – Mm. That surreal moment when you started to realise that COVID wasn't something on a cruise ship. No. It was something that was actually going to come into the UK and it was going to impact our society, impact the way we are. Yeah. I think during those early weeks, we saw the best in humanity 
and we saw the worst in humanity. Mm. And you can see what those examples were. But how was it? How was it for you personally? First of all, how did you? Because you know, you, yeah. you children. I mean, how much do you want to share? What? Yeah. How was it? For you? Absolutely. I mean, um, if we go back to February, as you say, it was um, the events were. Um, were sort of grabbing hold of us and and um i had just returned from new zealand and singapore airport was silent and i i i just got back and we jumped straight into the kbb show and at a professional level the kbb show in birmingham for those that got to see it was a real arrival for us as a brand in the uk and even though we we participated in bigger shows than the kbb globally for the uk business after two and a half years of really hard work we got to a place with a product and a brand where we were really happy to show it so the team were on a real high uh, our trade partners were showing even more interest we'd fl flown over some of the team from new zealand and it was at that point that people had stopped shaking hands uh, there was confusion about bumping yeah. elbows or how close so the social distancing thing was, was starting to happen but it was a real high for us. Um, and then April came around and um, our retail partners obviously closed their doors. Um, there was um, a, a severe lockdown in New Zealand. So they, if you remember, they were very, very close to close their borders, send everyone home from the offices, shut the schools. And the UK followed about two or three weeks after that point. So it was a really trying time and and for those of us who are uncomfortable with change and un uncomfortable with uncertainty um stress levels lifted uh, and you, i could see it in i could see it in the in the now faces of my team on zoom um and um, and technologically we were learning really quickly how to work remotely and we're incredibly proud of the team in the uk who just almost with a sense of excitement like children we all jumped on this new technology and and moved over to Teams calls and, and 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 jumped into a remote way of working that we wouldn't have done unless there was COVID. And I think there are thousands of companies up and down the country who oh, I've I've been talking about this in some of my in some of my workshops and some of my some of the webinars I've done for for, for businesses in social media consultancy and, and also in recruitment. And yeah. you know we we have as a as a recruitment model we pioneered video as an introduction yeah. for a job seeker. You don't just have to go back to a Leonardo da Vinci curriculum vitae passage of life. We're actually going to bring people to life. We're in 2017, 18, 19. Yeah. So we've been pioneering it for years and you get mixed responses. It, it, it kind of sadly or perversely or positively, whatever way you look at it, it took a global pandemic for mm. so many of my close contacts and clients and business friends family to wake up to the potential of what's right there it's already in play yeah you know you're having a facetime call with your kids but yeah. you don't see that as part of your business world no you know why not no. and well, so, it, so it has woken us up and yeah it's good to see that that your team embraced it it's the it's just very different isn't it i'm you know i look at look at my old well pre-recruitment so I, I launched this business in 2003 my pathway before that was traditional builders, merchants in yeah. from young person in the yard from every sales department, rep, external account to sales director. Most of my success was pressing flesh, you know, in the room, hearts and minds, pressing flesh, presenting, talking, beer, pub, restaurant, meal, event. That's when I come to life, coaching, treat, you know, inspiring. Yeah. You've got to do that in a different way now. 
and, yeah. and captivating a room on teams is slightly harder or very or, or certainly more different to captivating a theatre or captivating a ballroom. Yeah. How did you how did you cope with that, Mr. Oh, Walcott? It depends on what we wanted to do because I think um, setting up a weekly schedule of meetings uh, on on teams was reasonably straightforward to do. And we found that a lot of the a lot of my team were really enjoying that. Um, they were able to not spend forty five minutes in the car each way commuting. My commute's about an hour each way, so I suddenly had gained potentially two hours of, of productivity. But I found it's real when that happens, isn't it? You yeah, just it's avoid. amazing. But yeah. your day expands. Twenty minutes. I could do so much in hundred twenty minutes. Yeah, and but my, my my day expanded, so I was able to do more work uh, and feel a lot less hurried. But there are other topics where I think we are going to be challenged. Uh, and, and one of them is, the, is in the creation of ideas. And I think in the creation of ideas, still physical closeness is really important. The creativity, the standing up, the pointing at whiteboards, whatever mode that takes, I think we're going to miss that in time. I think I've got, in, my, in my office next door, I've got like the Google type walls where yeah, you can write around the walls and that. So it's really, so during lockdown, when I was, because I, I, I'm badly disciplined, I'm very hard working, but working from home isn't me. Yeah. So I can come a very, I'm very blessed in a way that I can get to my office quickly and the listeners know this story. So, but I would have on that creativity, I'd have different areas of the empty desks and rooms where I would go, right. That's that's a very upsetting financial corner, and I've got to go over there. But I've got to go there because I've got to deal with that. Here's where I'm doing this, and it is it is mad because I've since we've done the return from furlough and bringing the team back, mm. the, the actually appreciating the beauty of having talented people in the environment around you, yeah. letting them speak, listening. I'm much better at that now than I used to be because it used to be me, and I, I will say this, I love the sound of my own voice, so I used to just go and go and go. Yeah. Now I'm finding I'm sitting there letting them show me, and it's and that's come because of the – it has come through change, and it's really good. It has, but we're, so, we're social animals, and I think um, that there's the two parts. You know, the creation of ideas, as, as you've just said, is, is it's really important to get together. Um, and I think the other part, which we're going through this week, is – um, I'm going through an induction um, of our new head of operations and Lawrence joined us this week and that for him and us is bizarre because he's joined a new role in a senior role and he's having to connect really quickly with his own team physically and remotely. He's having to get to know his colleagues in New Zealand, um, our wider supply chain topics, third party contractors that we use. And all of these things could and would have been set out in a physical meeting schedule maybe over a month or so. But he, he and I and, and everyone else are just having to um, having to create the best possible scenarios we can for each, each um, meeting. So I think inductions where that cultural element is super important within the first 90 days to understand the way in which things are done, just not what is done. I think that's going to be so important so important for employers and businesses to understand in a socially distanced world how do we best um bring on new, new people to our company we, we work with we our video technology that i use for my recruitment isn't teams or zoom or whatever we have a world-leading partner that, that we work exclusively with and um they are phenomenal in terms of you know the support they offer their their clients and 
where where we've evolved to now as a recruitment partner is we actually could use this to help with on board or induction and onboarding. Mm. And you're actually you, you're we're we're finding that we're we're giving advice all the way through now. So it's not it, it's actually it is different. So you know if they are going to be working remotely, this is how you can use and and using it in the right way is powerful. But matching it up with that need for human intimacy and human yeah. contact it's still there you can you only do so much as a distance um, yeah. but you can you can save so much downtime yeah and i mean that's the, that's the amazing thing I mean, from it. i think the classic yeah. was in um my, my wife and i are big fans of the um like the grand norton show and i think he tried did you, did you see dolly parton on it last weekend i didn't oh my god Do dolly parton it was it was just one of those She's bringing, I mean, she's bringing out a Christmas album, Christmas Holly Dollywood. That's all I've got to say. It was one of the greatest little features ever. Well, That's all I'm saying. I'm also a fan, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, it's a great show, but he really struggled to put that together as a as a video show. Yeah. He tried it, I think, for about three weeks or so. And and that, um, I know that's a different world. It's a different environment, being media and television or so on. But I think it just shows the difference between live audience and chemistry. And I think what... it's fine though because you know Dolly joined on the video link, but it's Dolly Parton, so the world stops still when you and you yeah, look, you yeah. know. But but the other guests were all on the sofa at a distance, and I, I'll give you another example of that. I was a huge fan of Soccer AM in the glory days when it was Love Joy and Hell's Bells and you know Soccer Air and all the things they could never do twenty years later. Yeah. But, but Tim does the Sunday brunch, and, and we kind of would always watch it. It's always on in the background. It's one of those things that was awful. When it was all virtual, it, it just it lost the whole chemistry. The whole reason you tuned in weren't there, and I think yeah. they actually just shrunk it to about an hour and then then took it off. It's the it's the um, sitting around the campfire, right? In whatever in whatever scenario, and ma magic happens when when you get individuals together. So I think. But just take, taking you back, David. You know, from from that a brand arriving in the UK, successful KBB. Yeah. Change happened. You know, we are human. We do not like change. Yeah. You know, we we will fight, resist, and kick and push against it as much as we can. Um, but the normal changed. You know, what what was normal is now not normal. What we took as a given, we don't do yeah. anymore. Uh, you know, my football team got promoted. I do get this into every podcast as much as I can. I did notice um, that. Uh, it hasn't gone that, that well back in the Premier League, but the difference between getting promoted, watching it on the telly, to two years ago getting promoted in the same game, the playoff final at a sellout yeah. Wembley, you know, it, it's it's completely it's very different. I understand the show must go on. I understand it's better to have something than nothing, yeah. but we are in a different world. And even this week, when you when you see like. Simwell, the closing across the globe, so there's no cinema, and Odeon are going down to 25% less and only opening seven days. You say, what? Well, you know, you, you are in something very different that no one expected. So yeah. how did you, how did the, the, the family cope, the, the homeschooling? Because that would have been, I was probably lucky that the children were yeah. older, but, you know, that was, was were, really... you, were, you doing, were you doing the bunny hops, David, and, the, I mean, and we, having the fun there with the PE? We started with, um, you know, we did a bit of fitness with Joe, or whatever, whatever he called it. Great guy. But I think I lasted, I think I did one, and I didn't even do a full one. So we really tried to do and see it really positively. And the school that the kids go to did an unbelievable job at, planning and and supporting the kids and my kids are 
um, six and nine. So they're at a they're at a time when school's really exciting and the social yeah. bit of the school is really important. So they just miss their mates. And um, I think the one advantage was that we went into an early summer. So the weather was good. Um, I live out in the sticks. So we had plenty of uh, plenty of opportunities for bike rides and walks. Uh, we didn't have the dog then, but anyway, sorted that out now. And it was it wasn't all bad. Can you imagine a time when Monty weren't in your life? I know right it's now. unbelievable. Yeah, He's always been there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, it is. It's just standard. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like how how would I ever come into the office without my dog with me? I don't know. You know, like what can I do a video yeah. without the dog running around? Yeah. Like no, it's a car. It, it's amazing. But but. My, my children are same age difference, but, you know, I think it was a different one. It was saying a 21-year-old, you can't go to the pub, you can't go to your clubs, you can't go to your mates. And yeah. that, that's, that's hard as well. Really but hard. I think... But, they, but, but we, were, we were blessed in some regards because we got to spend a concentrated time with the children. And that was not all good, right? It, it's not natural for four people to be stuck in the house all together at the same time. So it wasn't... Mary Poppins playing sailing, we had our moments. But I think if I look back, I got to spend more time with the children than I otherwise would have done with my, my, normally I have a hectic um, international travel schedule. So and it's on odd time zones. So I do miss them. But when I came, you know, spending a lot of time with them got to spend, it was just too much time. And I think on the run up to the summer holidays, you know, that May and June period before they broke up, I think we're all just a bit bored of it. Again, it was exciting yeah. for six weeks or so. Have the kids around. It was novel. It was spring in the UK. Do you know what? It was. It was like I actually remember. You know, on Saturday afternoon, I would, I would, you know, get myself dressed up a little bit more smart than normal because I was going to queue in the supermarket yeah, car yeah, park. Yeah. And, was and it was like that was like a little day <laughs> out. Yeah. It did make, and, and it does. It is humbling, but but you know, I mean, to quote your Mary Poppins phrase, you know, it, it wasn't a spoonful of sugar. I simply kind of fragilistic expectations all the time because it is high stress. It was, and we'll come on to this. I think it, it later because it really yeah. leads us to what, what we're really here to talk about. But from a from my perspective, if you've got me and I'm quite an up person, you know, and you've got my wife and you've got the kids all in the same house, and my wife brutally lost her job uh, I mean, we spoke about this before and you know really the decision was questionable but the way what was done was you know inhuman um, and that that was what was my kind of moment where I'm like I'm going to help as many people as I can yeah. but so I've got my wife Jane I've got my 21 year old who's just come back from Barcelona in January um, which we wasn't necessarily we, we didn't necessarily say it was the best thing. So he had an amazing opportunity there. He was doing really well, but he's like, want to come home. Yeah. You know, for the grace of God, I'm actually glad he was back yeah. by March. Yeah. So, but we had a 21-year-old and then an 18-year-old who was working for a fantastic landscaping company who, whose work stopped. So yeah. all of a sudden, that, and it's not a palatial house, it's a four-bed townhouse, it's not that big new build. All of a sudden, that space becomes yeah. very strong, very full, yeah. very tense. Yeah. And you do need a break from it, you don't do. you? you and really out, do. outdoors became super important for a lot of people. The sunshine and being out and about yeah. and doing that made a massive yeah. difference. But but you you know you're you're in a good place, you're in a busy place. How has the business rode that journey? Because I think it's important we share that. No, it's been it's been a, a, a challenge. Um with a with a really positive outcome. I think, um, let, again, let's go back to 
um, the March-April period, and we, we furloughed about 20% of our team. Um, those, because our deliveries simply stopped and our orders stopped, and we had challenging but good conversation with our retailers who closed their order books because they were very fearful. I think they're regretting closing those order books now, but that changed our planning into the future. And, and I think I talk almost for the industry as well as for Fisher and Paykel, because I think we're all going through a very similar similar picture at the moment. Um, but we only furloughed the team or some of the team for about three weeks um, and we furloughed at 100%, which I was really proud that we took a very human centered approach to the furlough scheme. Whether furlough would have gone on for, you know, four to six months, whether we would have continued been able to sustain, that's another topic. But we found that demand actually lifted sporadically, but quickly. So within pockets, John Lewis stores remained closed for a very extended period. Um, and John Lewis is a big, um, a big customer of ours where appliances online shot up. So we had a big channel mix going on, channel, channel change. Um, and similarly, our um, trade partners in, in premium luxury kitchens, their business did slow sharply, but then really picked up quickly. And we're still riding that wave. So we have now, um, in a, we're, we're in a really good position now from an orders perspective. There's certainly a big spike in demand, but um, the parallel is I'm just trying to get a, a, a small Sam, Samsung television and I can't get one for nine weeks. Um, yeah, and everyone is being impacted by this compression in the store. One, one of my most traumatic, and, it, and you know, it's not even that important really, but one of the most stressful little peer purchases or things I did was, it was time to upgrade the barbecue, right? I'm a fella, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we are not going out, it is time to upgrade the barbecue. For the love of God, was there one in the UK? Yeah, forget it. Oh, I mean, I, I was late to the party, obviously, you know, and uh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> it eventually, we eventually got one. I think I've used it twice. And me, and me and my son built a pond. Did you? Could, Fantastic. We built a pond. It was, it's only a, you know, a, a seven foot by four foot nature pond, but he's inspired by Monty, uh, Monty Don and Gardener's World, and he loves that. So we, we built... I see you're a big Monty Don fan. Yeah, so it's, uh, we, we built this pond um, and we... Um, Finding plants and stuff wasn't difficult, but I couldn't get sand, liner, building materials. It was, and I know, so something as simple as sand, and we just couldn't get it. But, but you, you want to try and get a bag of plastic? Yeah. Like that oh, was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, I, I recruit heavily for the merchant sector, it's my world, and the supply chain was under so much pressure. But yeah. for the benefit of the listeners, have we got any, is there any any fish, any amphibians introduced to the pond as yet? Uh, we've got, no. So we, we snuck in some tadpoles, some late tadpoles yeah. that we got in, but we've had a ton of dragonflies, damselflies. Uh, we've got a couple of water boatmen. And again, it's lovely. Uh, ben is a, please tell me you've got the time-lapse camera set up and you've sent it into the country for we, we were close, but my wife's yeah. eyes rolled so far back. Yeah, at some, I, yeah, at some point it's got to stop, stop. Chaps, Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's the stop. There's a football there, kick it. There's a rugby <laughs> ball there, throw it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, and and let's, let's, you know, bring, bringing that to sort of its natural conclusion, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're recording today on the 8th of October. Yeah. Listen, we're going to be listening to this next week, so mid-October. Mm -hmm. From, from your perspective, how do you see the the end of 2020, the Christmas and festive season, yeah. and then 
2021 because this year has been completely not what anyone would imagine. Yeah. How do you see it being being for the economy, the market, yeah. for all of us? I mean, I'd, I'd like to. I'm, I'm pretty certain we will end up this year in good growth, and uh, but that's more about um, I guess the way in which we we set up the business very early in the year, and in the second quarter the biz, the plan looked really weak. Um, but we've had such a recovery, we will end the year in growth. And I think that growth will continue throughout 2021. Reasons being, um, I think people are staying in their homes a lot more, the obvious. They're using their domestic appliances a lot more. And I think they're seeing failings in their current kitchen or their home or uh, their barbecue or whatever it might be. And so we, we, we fit in that broader context of yeah. let's do something really great to the home. And even though we operate within a, a fairly significant niche of, of premium luxury, that market is is increasing really quickly because I think customers haven't spent the money on the overseas holidays. Um, they haven't been going out as much. There is a little bit more money in the tank, um, but that's only one part of the economy. That That is presuming you have got a job and that is presuming that most other things in your life have remained the same. Uh, and I guess we'll come on to this and saddle up. We've got another part of the economy with best part of a million people and families who are without work in redundancy. And that's the bit um, I'm, I'm, I'm really concerned about because those, those million people um, were also contributing massively to the economy through, through taxes. They were buying stuff. They were going on holiday. They were contributing into the economy. Uh, to the, into the economy, which at the moment they're not doing, but and, there, and, there's, and there's 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 a real human element to it. I, you know, I've yeah. been through the the emotion of this myself and with my family, but I've also been probably at close hand more than some others. Not everyone, but I've I've listened to to the situations that have unfolded. I've I've been made aware of, of the difficulty and the, the challenges people are facing from a health perspective, from a financial perspective, from a confidence perspective, from I've not applied for, you know, simple things. Like I've not applied for a job in 32 years. What on earth can I do? You know, and, and that's that's a genuine fear. It's a genuine point. And, and we will, you know, I've, I've shared so much of this publicly. I've shared so much of this on my video, my content, that, you know, we, we need to collaborate. We need to pull together. There are voices, there are people that can influence positively. Yeah. They need to stand up and be counted and, and put their money where their mouth is, perhaps not so much in a financial yeah. way, but in a, in a giving yeah. time, in a giving support, in, in showing some compassion. And and that, that I think, is what draw, draw myself, you know, made me aware of what you were yeah. doing, David. And we this is going to be such a big big part of the podcast yeah, and right. for me you know i want to understand the story behind yeah. saddle up here support i want to understand this and we're going to bring that to life in the next part of the awesome. show a massive thanks to our friends at cooker uk our headline sponsor of the series Foyne jones in partnership with cooker uk are offering specialist redundancy support to those that have been affected by the recent crisis we will be offering free of charge CV and social media makeovers, webinars focusing on content for social media and personal branding, a weekly video showcase of talented job seekers, 
some employer-led workshops to discuss live vacancies in your area, as well as, of course, our ongoing telephone, email and social media support. To sign up to our redundancy support package, get in touch at letstalk at foynjones.com. Stay safe, keep healthy and be positive. David, this has been a fantastic podcast so far. It's an episode which every one of my listeners, my connections, my contacts on LinkedIn are going to love because you're talking from the heart about building a pond with with your boy and the impact the pandemic has had on your business. Now we're coming into something very special. But before we do, I've got to just remind listeners, I am talking to our current Foy Jones KBB hero, David. Congratulations. You were... you've fallen in the footsteps of Stephen Johnson and Andrew Davis and picking up this award it, it, it's being noticed by others by your peers as someone who has made a difference during the most challenging of times and I'm going to use that as a natural introduction for you to tell us everything you can about saddle up the peer support but more importantly the story so far and what we've got coming next because the announcements are trickling out it's quite exciting, yeah. but from a human perspective, David, the floor is yours. Let's talk yeah, about that. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I'll take you back to um, the June-July period, and um, it was on a Thursday evening, um, and I'm a big fan of, of LinkedIn. It keeps me connected to the trade. Um, it keeps me connected. Really on it, myself. Yeah, no, it keeps me connected to you. It keeps me. Uh, it keeps me connected to um, my old life uh, when I lived in, in in Australia for fifteen years. And what an amazing story! It's, it's, it's amazing. And, and um, yeah, and I, I, for all of the criticisms of social media, if you can manage the amount that you consume, I think that LinkedIn is a is a is a bit of a bit of a weapon for me. And um, so I was having a look. Um, I was a couple of glasses of wine down. I was making dinner for the kids and, um, and, and and my wife, Mel. And I just saw literally fear running through my LinkedIn feed. And it was fear related to redundancies that were that were being announced. And these weren't only people that I knew personally, these were a lot of lot of people and I uh, who, who I didn't know, but had attracted a lot of, you know, shares and support from their own their own networks. And I thought, just I just wrote a couple of thumbs on let's let's see what I can do and I thought as busy as as we all are as busy as I am I I can offer two hours a week which was six sessions of 20 minutes open to my network and and friends of friends to say if you want to talk to me um, as a um, you know I've I've recruited maybe 400 people in my life Uh, I've I've, uh, I've unfortunately had to make redundancies in the past and I have been made redundant. And I was made redundant uh, three years ago um, and it hurt and it stung and it feel, filled me with fear and um, I wasn't in a good place because it was from a job that I loved um, and with, with, with a team that I built and worked with for a considerable period of time in an industry that I really enjoyed. and. That also marked the end of my time in Australia because at that point we moved back to the UK. So a ton of change happened and it was probably the most stressed I have been. I consider myself to be robust and resilient, um, but I, I, I had too much and, um, and I was really upset. And uh, I, I ended up pretty quickly um, being offered the role that I've got now 
um, with a company that I love, with a culture which is way more reflective of, of who I am, and I couldn't be happier. Now, that's really the message that I wanted to, to spread, which was one of hope, um, the fact that some great characters in history and in my life have been made redundant and they have saddled up. They have bounced back. Everyone from Oprah Winfrey to Steve Jobs to JK Rowling, they've all been made redundant <laughs> and lost jobs and they've done okay. And my dad was made redundant the year I was born and he was forced to set up his own company um, with two other people who had also been made redundant from that company. And, they were, and it went on to be a really successful enterprise. And he ended up being happy. And he's reflected on that redundancy as being a really important moment where he didn't think he'd have the courage to do anything different, but he was forced into it. And I just felt a real passion that I had to get some of these messages out there because I felt the fear in the messages of some of the individuals that were posting and the confusion and the upset. And I think at that time, it's so important to talk those through. And I was an unknown to most of them, but what I, what I do pride myself on is having a, a, a degree of empathy and understanding, particularly because I'd only lived it for three, three, three years ago. So as soon as I sent that message, I think it had, I had like 1,200 comments in the morning. David, I saw it. It went it boom. Yeah. You know, you've got the MP of a global brand, you know, responsible for yeah. a UK market, standing up saying, look, it's shit. Yeah. We can get through it together. Yeah, just, this is what I'm actually going to do. Yeah, to coin a phrase, it's not just a thumbs up. It's not just a, okay, you know, it's like, well, no, yeah. I'm going to stand up and be counted. And, yeah. and for me, it, it captivated me oh, straight away because yeah. I was working with, one or two others that were that were really you know helping because I, I went through all different emotions i went through like will i survive yeah. will my family survive will my business survive i own a recruitment company we're gonna we've got an overpop we've got the biggest population job seat there's known to the history of ever and i've got a market going like that all my clients are shut yeah whoa so i had to use these trendy words like pivot uh, yeah and, yeah and I, was doing, I was doing career coaching i was doing social media yeah. consultancy i was doing I do stuff I really enjoy, not not so recruitment related, and, and amazing things have been born out of that period no, of time for me. Amazing no, they, they things, and, and, and that goes back to your journey. Yeah, you know, through the darkness comes light. But for someone to say at your level that I've hired people, but I've been made redundant, I've felt despair, I've hmm. you know I, I, I've, I've struggled, but I've bounced back, I've saddled up, which is you know which is where you are, and you're giving it back to others, fair play to you. I mean, I, I was, we spoke a, a few weeks ago about the concept, um, and I was, you know, I, I said this before we recorded, I, I, I put the phone, it was a 10-minute conversation that went on for nearly yeah. two hours, which was, uh, which is my style yeah, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I found the kindred spirit, so I yeah. was away. It was, it was perfect. But after that conversation, I, I remember going home saying, like, that's, one of these unique moments where that's something I would love yeah, to be involved. I, I felt that straight away. No, I felt that straight away, and and I, I but I had a problem. I I had, uh, I was then based on my two hours per week. This was in July. I was like out. I was out until October, November. So I think I'm not gonna. So I'd given a promise that I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't fulfil, 
And at, at that point, um, I started to think, how can I not, not scale it? Scale it means that you're trying to make money from it, but it was, I was just trying to make it bigger than it first appeared. Um, and so we now, um, I, I upped the number of calls I was doing, particularly in the early weeks, um, which were done in the evenings and the weekends. And the bit that I didn't realize, I thought this is going to be a slog, but every single call, I, I personally felt better and I felt more positive. And I hope that the people I spoke to also got a bit of a rev up because we looked at areas of their LinkedIn, their career history. I talked to them about a decent strategy for maybe finding another role, what their interests were. Did, did they want to pivot, to use that word? Was now the time that they could start a business importing? I learned two words this summer, David. I learned furlough, I learned pivot. But there's now, I mean, somebody I spoke to, a really successful sales manager, was made, unfortunately, made redundant. He is now importing carbon fiber Italian bike frames that he he's wow. passionate his road bikes and he's now set up a business and he's he couldn't be happier and that wasn't of course that wasn't advice that I gave him or anything but it was just it just was a really good example of where somebody has now been forced to do something which is now a passion point other people have left companies and they've joined businesses for more money so that's a real preconception that came through I've been made redundant therefore I need to earn less that's not that's that's not written anywhere so that might be your mental model and your theory but i haven't seen that written anywhere and that's not a law and it's not proven so maybe at this time you just need to reflect on your own values and how good you are at what you've done in the past and start to ask a question whether whether companies are actually good enough to recruit you and put that value back into the individual. And these I've learned through the 110 calls that I've made was that these themes just started to bubble on and come through. And I was getting some lovely personal feedback. Um, I had some horror stories of somebody made redundant, hadn't told their family. And that was three weeks after. So they had to, you know, and, and, yeah. and there was some, some um, what I could only pick up at moments of despair and depression. And then we had to really ensure that we communicated that Saddle Up is not, not a psychological service. We're not, I certainly am not a trained uh, medic or, or a psychologist. And um, just be really careful about what Saddle Up could, could provide, which was just deep, rational, experiential um, coaching, if you like, over, over 20 minutes. Then we needed to make sure that um, I could get through the calls because other industries were coming in logistics, automotive, I used to work in automotive trade. And now I've managed to find another four people to support this as, as very much peers of mine. Um, and I've got John Stanley from Caesar Stone. So he's the executive vice president marketing for Caesar Stone. Um, a gentleman called Mark Dixon, who was the European uh, and American head of human resources for the BMW group. So big heavy hitters who are, have a lot of experience. And I think they will provide a really good framework for many tens of people to just get a 20 minute session. And the other thing is not many of the calls last for 20 minutes. Quite a few of them leak over into the evening, but it was- No, it's, 
you know, I can't imagine the meat as right. No, no, you know, no, no. it's it's, no. it's not that type of growth. It's a it's a grown up conversation, but there's a framework to it. So we've got John, we've got yeah. Mark, and um, um, at the moment, and I've got somebody from the from legal services joining. And as I've spoken to you about Peter, um, I'd really love it if you could take on the um, the merchant and construction side uh, on behalf of Sadler. I think from, from my perspective, David, you, you know the answer to that already. The, the listeners don't, don't know the answer, but I, I would genuinely be honoured to, to be involved in this. I think that, you know, I, I, I bow under some of the uh, some of the achievements of the, the other Saddlers, if you like, or the... Uh, am I a Saddler? Yeah, Is that what I'm called? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so some of yeah. them, their careers have, have, gone, have gone to amazing things, but I think that yeah. what, I can, what I can offer to anyone... Yeah in a conversation is the ability to yeah. listen i can i can bring something yeah. i think very special to the merchant you know, and the construction and the environment there i'd love to be the reason why we've come to this this point is i think you've you've done a huge amount yourself in uh not only helping people through a through a, a rational business planning and a, and a, and a rec recruitment process i think the energy you've injected into it has actually kept people's uh, kept people's spirits up and i think that's so super important at the moment and it's not about job titles it's been, for me it's, it's at times been really humbling yeah. um the feedback i've had has been you know it's, it's it gets you quite emotional at times because there's only so much you can do. I always start with, with you know, the here and now. Let's, let's make sure you're okay. At least if we can leave this conversation with you having a few different ideas of, of feeling yeah. better, we can make a difference. But it is, it's very tough. Um, like when you said you were fully booked to October, I remember prior to when um, Stephen of Cooker yeah. and, um, and Marcel of MHK got involved with me to kind of sponsor some of the work yeah. I was doing, I was losing control of it because we just couldn't, you know, I couldn't manage it. Yeah. So, so being able to to bring that into a package of support, yeah. you know, industry leading redundancy support, which is actually from the heart in the real world, making a difference, regardless of with what job you're applying for, regardless yeah. of who you're talking to, you can still have that yeah. support. That concept has transformed my my feeling on, on so many different things on, on on everything and you were so right david when you said that you know being redundant now it doesn't it's not a black no. mark it, it's not a you know, it's not flagged up as an area of concern no. use this to become a better version of you Absolutely. and use this to follow your dreams chase your heart do something yeah. different you know try something different because there's a one-off time we get and perhaps this year has been that that, that spiritual and maybe vocational wake-up call for so many people where I don't like the normal, I don't like what no. I'm doing. Something's changed now, and I can do yeah. things differently. Honestly, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm proud yeah, to, to be involved. And, 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 you know, and to your other point, you know, I've, we've got or I've sketched out 40 sectors um, from automotive to legal to human resources, banking and finance. And I'm sorry, I forgot to mention Nick Tutor, and he's the he's a director at uh, Barclays Bank. So he's looking after the financial services sector. And these are these are all going to move at different rates. But I think it's so important for the saddler, be that you or Nick or Mark or John 
uh, and um, uh, others I've got uh, who, who, who are just trying to find time in their schedule to make, to make the calls valuable. Um, they're bringing a, um, the values is what I'm important, is what's important to me, if you like. Um, how that conversation is executed is really down to a, it's not scripted, it's just a, let me listen and let me try and figure out um, a way to set your path straight. Just a few pointers to start with. Um, and I think what you know about, what you don't know about LinkedIn isn't worth knowing. So I think that's now the new world. And I've spoken to a lot of people with no LinkedIn profile. So they're missing out on, if not a direct job opportunity through LinkedIn, they're missing a lot of industry movement and, 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 and news. David, I, I, I kind of softly told the world about Jones Digital yeah. last week, all right? And, that's, and that is about personal branding, employer branding. It's, it's aimed at businesses that are currently doing really good stuff under the radar. But that in itself was born in lockdown understanding where you can where you can really help people become you know become storytellers you know actually have fun be creative and and, and, I, and I you know just like your guy importing the bikes is something he's passionate about I, I enjoy this part of what yeah. I do and and we can make something there and and I do believe from a from a human perspective, and this is what I, I would I, I will bring to, to every conversation, every level of engagement I have, you know, I will move heaven and earth to make sure that at the end of the 20, 25, 30, 45, if it's you again, two and a half hour call, you know, depending on speaking to, you know, you're leaving them in a more positive place yeah. than when it begun. And it might be a small step, it might be a big step, it sure. might be a life-changing step, but if we can do that, we will improve. Yeah. So, I... I'm ready to go, mate. The cool. ready. Let's take a minute to thank those that make it possible for us to host this fantastic podcast and to continue offering groundbreaking support for anyone facing difficulties in the current job market. MHK Holding UK Limited. Thanks to the sponsorship we've received from MHK, we can continue to offer support to those that need it completely free of charge. This support includes CV and social media makeovers, personal branding, and social media content webinars, employer-led workshops to discuss live vacancies in your area, and our ongoing support with consultants via telephone, email, and social media too. To find out more, get in touch at letstalkatfoynjones.com and one of our team will get back to you. Enjoy the rest of the show, stay safe, keep healthy, and be positive. David. Thank you so much for joining me today. I want you to thank Monty for staying yeah. asleep for the length of the episode. I can hear a little noise in the cage, but Snoop, Jack took Snoop out, Snoop out and, and, and warned him out, yeah. so we're good. It's a fantastic podcast. We've learned about you, your family, your business, you know, the challenges you've faced and what the year's going to look like for you and what you believe next year's going to look like. And, and I share the belief that demand's yeah. going to stay. Demand will stay. Demand to have a better kitchen, better appliances, a better, you know, a better bathroom, better car. That will stay. Supply chain may be the pressure point, but we do know there is, to quote politicians, a tsunami of job cuts on the way. There are going to be more people through no real fault of their own facing financial hardship, emotional yeah. challenges. You've started something very, very special with Saddle Up. Peter Raymond Jones is proud to be part of that. 
All right, so I'm proud to be one of your saddlers, and I'll be telling my connections and listeners how they can book those slots with me and what and how we can do that from next week. But I'd love to use this last bit of the podcast, David, for you to give us some more of your positivity. Yeah. I like your quotes. I like your I like your your, your stick tip bits yeah. that you give us. But what would you like to say to the listeners on iTunes and Spotify? What, what message do you want to leave us with, David? I just um, it, like in any any time of difficulty, um, be it when you're a, a, a young parent or you're new to a job or you're in a space you're not happy with, or if you've been made redundant. So it's it's really important to find the time to connect to others. Um, and the reasons being, you'll, you'll quickly find that others are uh, going through the same challenges and have the same hopes and dreams as you. It's not all negative. Um, and conversations with another, don't need to be just lamenting on the issues that you're going through at the moment. It should be a conversation of, of hope and positivity. It's really difficult when external factors like, like COVID or redundancies are, are, are wearing down on you. But just from personal experience, one or two really high quality conversations with someone else, and that person doesn't need to be known to you. Um, family and friends are great places to go to, but you really do have to uh, try to find other resources and, and saddle up is a very small one of those, but it's one that, that me and the saddlers offer with, with all of our hearts to, um, to talk to you if, if you're struggling and, um, and want to know potentially how to, sa- how to saddle up and how to, how to get back on. Um, and that's the, that's the core message for me in life, in work, is, is conversations and getting together can solve a, um, a whole myriad of, uh, of, of personal and, and professional issues. David, from a from a Peter Raymond Jones and Forty Jones perspective, um, I would say this has been the best episode so far of Series Four. Series Four was talked, was 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 titled purposely. It's a new game. Series Three was survival specials, and we all survived. Um, it is a new game now, and I'm just going to kind of summarise everything you said, David. In a quote, all right, and it's a quote from our wartime leader, Sir Winston Churchill. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And I think right now, if I could give, if anyone asked me what Saturday that was, that would be my answer. Yeah. Because if we can give people the courage and hope and the inspiration to continue, we are going to make a difference. Absolutely. David Walcott. Fisher Paykel, Monty the dog, your family, your wife Mel. Thank you so much for being a guest to the day, guest on the show today. This was episode, let me get the number right, which was episode nine of series four. I'm Peter Jones. Thanks for listening to the Foyne Jones show. Stay safe, keep healthy, and be positive. Thank you so much, David. Thanks, Peter. Cheers. So there you go. That's the end of the podcast. We are Foy Jones. This is the fourth series of the Foy Jones Show. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive because it's a new game.